This is Canada Reads American Style, featuring two friends who love Canada Reads and Canadian literature. Welcome our host Rebecca from Michigan and Tara from Ontario. Hi everyone, it's Rebecca and Tara and I have a special guest with us this afternoon and we are going to be doing a special reader repartee and I will let Tara introduce our guest. Okay, our guest today is Keegan and I'm very, Keegan's very special to me because he is my oldest son. So Keegan, welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. So Keegan is a recent high school graduate, so just last month. And in September, he is heading off to college where he is going to be studying graphic, uh, no, not graphic, sorry, video game design. We are very excited for him. Yeah, it's a big, big moment in his life and in my life. I'm going to be selfish. It's a big moment in my life that he's going away. (laughs) But you won't have an empty nest quite yet, so that's a good thing. Oh, no. His little brother's still around, and uh, Keegan's not going to be that far away. He's probably going to wish that he was further away. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I already do. Oh, nice. Thanks. <laughs> okay, let's get started with the first question. Oh, and before we start, I just want to say, too, that I have not asked Keegan beforehand about any of his answers, so I am going into this blind as such, and really excited to hear his answers. So, Keegan, first one, how did you become a reader? I don't really have a great answer for this. I just kind of always have been. It's not like there was any specific moment where I started reading books. I just kind of have been since I was a youthful lad, as (laughs) it were. But were you influenced by the fact that your mom's a big reader? I mean, I assume so. I don't know. Like, When I say a young lad, I mean, like, before I can remember existing. So I assume logically, yes, but your guess is as good as mine, to be quite frank. Well, I can pop in here with uh, a little more knowledge and uh, I'll embarrass Keegan. No, I won't, Keegan. But uh, I know, I know. (laughs) So he, Keegan has always, when he was a baby and obviously could not read for himself, uh, we started reading. My husband and I started reading to him as soon as he was born. And when he would get like agitated or upset, we could pick up a book and bam, he would just like settle. It was the coolest thing. So he really has been a reader since day one. Like it's been part of his life since then. Yeah. And, you know, we've said this so many times before as, as, you know, those of us who work in libraries, we've said this so much in the last, actually probably the last 20 years, how important it is to read to your babies, even though they're not, you know, they're infants practically. If you start really, really young, you're more likely going to produce a reader. So, and it's really important for them to have those, well, anyway, all the time spent with the parents, listening to the sounds, et cetera. But yeah, reading to your baby is really, really important. So we hope everyone does that. (laughs) Yeah. You guys did it right. And all those years ago, that's cool. Okay, Keegan, what book do you wish you could read again for the first time and have that experience of it being the first time? Uh, This might be like technically cheating since I'm not entirely done the book yet, but probably Loveless by Alice Oseman. Mm. Okay, what's that book about? Tell us a little bit about it. 
I don't know if teen drama is necessarily the greatest word to describe it, but it's kind of like a coming of age thing about a girl who who uh, goes to university and then realizes that she is arrow ace. You want to explain that term for us too? Oh, sure. Uh, arrow ace, it's just kind of a shorthand term for aromantic and asexual, which just in turn means that she experiences little to no romantic or sexual attraction to anyone. Hmm. Yeah, I know. You know, it's interesting because recently pe- people have been making lists of books with characters, ace characters, or however you refer to it. And it's really been fascinating because when I was growing up, I pr- pretty much we never saw books like that, I don't think. So that's really fascinating. So, and again, I should remind everyone in the, in the show notes, we will put titles and authors, etc., so that you'll know exactly what, if you want to look it up later, you can do so. Yeah, um, just to kind of, because you mentioned there that uh, way back when there weren't really too many books with ace characters. Yeah, like definitely not even just for like ace and arrow characters, but just for LGBTQIA plus characters as a whole. Uh, I That's definitely a, something that's started happening a lot more in like recent years, in no small part, thanks to Alice Oseman. Like if you've seen the show Heartstopper, um, I know you have. Uh, I have. Rebecca, you probably have because it's hardly obscure. It's pretty big. Um, that's uh, based off of a webcomic by Alice Oseman as well. Uh, she's done a lot of books all centered around LGBTQIA plus characters and identities. So she's a very good author. I will be picking that one up shortly after Keegan finishes it, actually. When he showed it to me last week, I was like, oh, because I did love Heartstopper. But I did not realize that she wrote books, honestly. I thought it was just the web graphic and I didn't look any further into her work so I'm very excited to read a book by her and you know I just read Elatsoway by Darcy Little Badger mm-hmm. and that had an ace character and it was interesting because that was and she's I think maybe she's like 14 or 15 and that was just new to me I had not read a character like that before so that was really kind of that was my introduction so that was really interesting okay Keegan next question what is your favorite opening sentence? Uh, I'm going to be frank. I'm also kind of cheating this question. <laughs> and I'm because shockingly enough, whenever I'm reading a book, I don't tend to pay too much attention to the first sentence. So I've just kind of been walking around my room, grabbing a whole bunch of books for like the past hour and just kind of reading the first paragraph or so. And I am also going to give this one to Loveless by Alice Oseman because the uh, first short little paragraph, it's kind of like, it's a long sentence, so I don't know if it really counts because it's like three and a bit lines, but I am going to use the first line from Loveless by Alice Oseman because um, I just think it really effectively shows um, the uh, mindset of the main character, Georgia, who at this point in the story hasn't because it's just the first page she hasn't realized she's arrow ace yet she still thinks she's straight so mm-hmm. i think it's really nice good relatable paragraph because i'm also arrow ace i haven't mentioned that yet i forgot about that but i am okay first of all do you have the book in front of you yes i do good we want to hear this sentence definitely yeah. even if it's long it's okay go ahead There were literally three separate couples sitting around the fire making out, like some sort of organized kissing orgy, and half of me was like, ew, and the other half was like, wow, I sure do wish that was me. 
I like that. That's a, that's a good one, Keegan. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The next question is, what is your favorite book cover? Uh, this book, I can grab it in a sec if you want me to describe it, uh, if I can remember where I put it. But uh, I'm going to give this one to the book Horror Store by Grady Hendrix. That's a good one. Yeah. It's um, a bit of a different topic of conversation from Loveless because that was, like I said, like a teen drama coming of age story and this one is a psychological horror about a haunted ikea but um the entire book as you flip through it it's kind of designed like an ikea catalog like each separate chapter starts with kind of an like an advertisement not an advertisement that's the wrong word like a page about a piece of furniture that is being sold at the fictional store the book mostly takes place in uh, there's a couple of fake ads in like the beginning and end of the book. There's like a map around the showroom of the store in the be- in the front of it. So the entire like stylistically outside of what the writing is, which it's just a really good book. Also, it's really well written, but just stylistically, the entire thing is stylized kind of like an Ikea catalog you might get if you were to walk into a store. And the cover and the back cover, kind of both of them kind of flow together, which is really nice. Um, the front cover of it just shows an Ikea-styled setup. You know how when you walk in, they've got like um, all those like setups of like this theoretical room you could have if you just buy all this expensive furniture? Because it's got like a setup like one of those where it's like you'd see on the cover of these things where it's got links to pages, not links to pages. I spend too much time online where it's got like (laughs) the names of some of the furniture written down and on what page you can find them. And if you go to that page in the book, you'll see that that actually does start a chapter where they do spend the page talking about that furniture. And then if you flip it over to the back cover, shockingly enough, because it's a psychological horror story, it's kind of the same setup, but like instead of, but it's kind of like, transformed i guess is the right word like there are now chains hanging from the ceiling all the pillows are like gone off the couch the plant in the pot in the background is withered and dying the shelves behind have been covered with like these wooden bars and you can see hands kind of grasping oh, from man. the inside <laughs> i just it's a it's a little thing but i think it's very cool and it it was definitely the only reason why I bought the book in the first place, and I'm glad I did because Grady Hendrix is a great horror author. Yeah. Okay, Tara, have you read that one? I have. It's not for you. Okay. I was going to say it doesn't sound like it is, but I have to see the cover. I definitely am going to have to look that up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah. cover is. And it is a great book. I, Because of Keegan, I'm now a fan of Grady Hendrix. Like, I'll read anything that he writes as well. Yeah. Yeah, they're fun horror books anyway, right? Yeah, but yeah, it's definitely like a psychological horror, so not everyone's cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't. We've been your mom and I've talked about this many times, yeah. but I, I live alone, so therefore I can't read. I have a very vivid imagination, and so I cannot read anything that's really scary because I hear all noise. I hear the noises. I think there's somebody walking in my, you know, room. <laughs> I so I'm easily scared. So I wish I could read those things. Because I was just listening to an interview with Stephen, is it Stephen Graham Jones? Yeah. And I 
so desperately want to read him because he sounds fascinating, but I just don't. Yeah, I don't know. I'll think a roommate or something. Because <laughs> Keegan yeah. read him as well, read a couple of his books, I think, too. Yeah, or at least one. I think I've read a couple of his. So you'll have to share that link, Rebecca, to that interview because I haven't heard an interview with him. Yeah, I will. And you know what's funny is he's got this southern accent, or like, not southern, southern, but I think he's from Oklahoma or something. But anyway, he has just, just this soft accent, and he, it was not at all what I was expecting to hear his voice. I thought he'd have like this kind of this booming voice. Yeah. So I will, yeah, I'll share that in the show notes as well. Um, I think I'm up next, right? Mm hmm. Keegan, which author, living or dead, would you like to meet in person and why? I am. Not creative enough to come up with a third option. I've already mentioned a whole two different people, which is more than enough. So um, I'd say, honestly, genuinely, all jokes aside, I probably would choose either Alice Oseman or Grady Hendrix, just yeah. because they are genuinely my two favorite authors. But um, I mean, also, I feel it's kind of hard to say for sure which one I would rather meet, because... I mean, obviously, since this question is about meeting them in real life, I don't already know them in real life, which makes it hard to know what they're like in real life. But um, I mean, just based off of at least uh, how they show themselves online, they seem both like genuinely nice, interesting and fun people. So probably either of them. Uh, if I had to choose one, maybe Alice Oseman, just because I don't know, I could get the book signed or something. I don't know. Yeah. We'll let you cheat and choose both, buddy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, then I will cheat and choose both, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> now I know where your mom gets it. She cheats often when we'll say one, one, and you'll, you'll, <laughs> she'll throw out a couple, and then I get to, I get to cheat along with her. So I like that. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now our last question, and normally we asked, have asked everyone the five questions, but we're adding a sixth question because we thought this would be fun as well. And we want to know what fictional character would you like to meet and why? Assuming that this is like a the fictional character in the real world type scenario and not vice versa, I am going to go uh, with the Pokemon Buzzwool for no other reason than I think it would absolutely ruin some biologist's entire life if this thing was real. It's like a bug that's eight foot tall and has muscular humanoid arms and four legs. <laughs> Egan, that's the best answer. Yeah, I have to admit that is the best answer. Thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, well, everyone, I think we we have given you some really interesting things to work with. We will put everything in the show notes, and uh, I this was really fun, um, Keegan, to have a chat with you. And I'm going to let your mom finish up, but I just thank you for joining us today. It was really a lot of fun. And I'm, and I really am going to look up everything you've just talked about. Cause it's all, all sounds really fascinating. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you, Keegan. That was amazing. Yeah. You did a great job. I, I'm not surprised by a couple of your answers, but then a couple of your answers, like totally threw me off, especially that last one. And they were, <laughs> so thank you so much, buddy. I can't thank you enough for joining us. Thanks for having me anytime. Thank you for joining us on our bookish journey. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing Canada Reads American Style wherever you listen. You can connect with the podcast and Rebecca on Instagram at Canada Reads American Style and with Tara at On A Branch Reads. 
Until next time, keep reading.